0: Previously on Hero Squad, what's inside the rock?
1: (laughs) It's it's some kind of uh, temple or ancient something or another. I don't know. What kind of temple? And I hit him. (laughs) Ah, I don't know. So as you head into the entrance of the Whispering Rock, there are two dudes, one on either side of you here at the entrance, swords drawn. Marakai has clearly been fighting them because there's also one dead at her feet, uh yeah, so <laughs> you run at this guy, you teleport behind him, you tap him on the shoulder, you thUNK thunk! Four. Uh seven. Yep, he dead. Yay! Uh, you so- stabbed the crap out of that guy. That was the guy who ran down there, so he was already injured when oh, guys
2: Oh yeah. Right.
1: Um So, you have cleared the room of enemies. Gather round, for it is
0: time for adventure, for intrigue! for epic attacks and critical failures, for lewd encounters
1: and for scandalous results, for dice rolls that would make a grown man cry and improv that would make a dungeon master weep.
0: It is time to go on a journey about what it means to be a hero. So sharpen your blades and notch your arrows because it's time for Hero Squad.
1: <laughs> so, everybody has. Uh, we did a short little rest. We did a short People rest. People expended a whole bunch of their hit dies in order to get their HP back. How's everybody looking? Let's get I'm a, back to I full. I am full. Rick's at I look l- fantastic. You look fantastic. Are you at full? Oh, What's your health? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm at full. You're oh, a full? All right. I'm at close to full. I'm, close to full? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So, everybody's looking good. They could take a couple hits if they needed to.
3: I mean, I refuse to take any
1: hits. So, let's return to this room, right? Mm-hmm. Now you've got a little more time to look around. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, obviously, there's the giant dragon door. Mm-hmm. There is the little uh, font, like the little kind of like path of light that kind of heads out from the one door and heads up there. From each of the other doors, as you might expect, you can see little channels in the ground that come from them. But there is no light emanating from them. Okay. Like I said, the one door over there is open. open, is open. The other two doors appear closed.
4: Um, I kind of want to know what's behind this one. I yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't want to go and do this huge puzzle, knowing that there might be more people down that road. Yeah, let's go explore meant. that. Yeah, door. We should, yeah, let's
0: go through the open.
4: Okay. okay. Yeah, I'd feel better knowing that there's nothing else here to attack us. All right.
3: Is there like a door that closes and it's just open or is it just like an open door like it, open no it,
1: it as you're walking in it appears uh as if yes there are there is a door of some sort that kind of s- is made of stone that kind of slotted into the walls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's like some like kind of mechanism doors. yeah mm-hmm. okay um so uh and then you know above each of the doorways like as you're walking in there are like like little intricate little kind of designs and whatnot um and so um above this one you can see kind of like an etching of um like rain falling on like a plane. So like kind of like green grass and whatnot. With, okay. Cause it's kind of like chalked on there kind of thing. Um, all right. So you go into that hallway mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not too long of a hallway. you kind of like head down, you know, maybe like 30 feet, take a left, another 30 feet and you enter into a little room um, in this room. Uh, in front of you, what you see. Now, all the way through here, you have seen there's the, the signs that bandits have you know, been kind of exploring within mm-hmm. here. As you head in, you do not see any bandits. Okay. Except uh, for the dead
0: one that flew in there. Except for the dead one that flew
1: in. Like, yeah, he's just on the ground. His, his body took
2: all those turns and everything? And... <laughs> no, he, uh,
1: he, as you're walking through it, he's kind of like stuck on a spike oh, that is like nice. right on the farthest wall. So you, he I Marikai turned,
2: launched him at full I force. I turned America, I was like, maybe that was a bit much. <laughs> That was okay. 90% gravity. <laughs> um,
1: so you uh, come into this room, mm-hmm. and what you see um, is the, the area that you're standing in is stone, but is kind of covered in a little bit of moss. Um, there is a... There's rushing water pouring through in kind of like a little uh, channel uh, right next to you. Um, and... Uh, on either side of it, you can see that there are some kind of floodgates, uh, that are currently up and on the far side there, the, uh, ground there is kind of like a transparent, almost like quartz looking type thing, but you can see through it a little bit. Um, what's underneath it. And okay. So you go, you go over and look over at what? I want to see what's under the transparent floor. Okay. So you kind of step to the edge of the stony area mm-hmm. and you're kind of like looking over and the transparent zone, you seems empty right now. Like you can look through it and you can see stone and whatnot beneath it. It appears to be a channel kind of equal to the size of the one that you're looking at below you. The one that's kind of like rushing by you. Um, well, you roll a perception?
2: Okay. Quickly ask, yep. how do we know it's a transparent floor? Like, is it invisible or is it No, just no, like
1: transparent. Sh- like, no, it's not like invisible, yeah, but it's, it's just, just like, 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 like translucent. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. translucent. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, 19. 19. Okay. So, as you're looking over at that floor, um, you also see down below you in the water something glowing. Mm. It's a bright blue, something glowing. You can see, it's hard to make out, but something down there. Um, And Atlas, Mm -hmm. you start to feel like a little itch on your shoulders and on your back.
4: Um, So what I want to do is I want to take some time while everybody's looking and I want to sit down and start casting clairvoyance. It's going to take me 10 minutes. But but I want to basically put a little bubble. So basically what it does is you create an invisible sensor within range to a location familiar to you or a place you have visited or seen or anything unfamiliar um it can go up to a mile so it's pretty far and i can place a sensor that either sees or hears and i want to basically place the sensor near whatever as close as i can to that light that we're seeing okay so that
1: you can yeah. see it better so i could see it
2: yeah yeah okay it it's gonna cost ten you 10 minutes to set this up
1: mm-hmm. okay so you're you're doing that what's everybody else want to do right now
2: uh okay so beyond the transparent floor with the thing that's glowing underneath it sorry what else is anything else on the walls or anything like
1: that? Um, along the walls um, you see? Uh, well, actually, like right behind you, like you walked in the door and you like, look above the door. <clears throat> There's actually like a little um, kind of uh, crystal uh, that's kind of mounted on the top of the doorway. Um, and you also notice kind of mural work all around and almost on cue. Like as you look at that mural work, you guys start to hear the whispers again. Mm. And they're kind of like, they start out kind of like, <sighs> Hello. 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 Welcome. This will be your history lesson.
2: What? History of what?
1: Uh, <clears throat> this is the story of what was... Long ago, in the Age of Balance, the dragons of order who followed the teachings of Eberron held dominion over all of the lands. And as you're hearing this, the kind of murals are lighting up, kind of illustrating these things. (laughs) Um, Ensuring the balance of the primal elements to protect all beings that were touched by Eberron's light. For a time, peace was all that the land of Eberron knew. And at the end of the mural a little kind of, uh, you can see another one of those little channels going along the wall, and it heads down into the water. The but channel al- is connected to what? It's going along the wall. Okay. So it's just like a little indentation. Mm-hmm. And it kind of heads down the wall, and it appears to go down along the wall into the water.
4: Okay. Is that where I'm trying to do that thing at? Yeah, it's where
1: you're trying to do the thing. Okay. Um, so... What I'll also say is that you do notice that there are, with these giant floodgates and everything, there are some, like, mechanical arms and whatnot. Um, and um, roll Rager and... Yeah, just Rager. Roll, like, a knowledge check. 20. Okay. Wow. Natural 20. <laughs> so when you're looking in the water, you actually notice, like, every now and then, like, a fish or something go by. And you put two and two together, and you realize that this is the river water. The river that no longer flows through the canyon is running beneath your feet right now. Okay. You guys, there's fish
0: in this. This is the river. The river that's disappeared from the surface. Oh. I have no idea how it got down here. Why is it down here? Can I roll to see how
1: deep this is? Sure. Uh, 14? It's about... 15, 20 feet. Okay. And, um, the can water I, is rushing very quick. Can I tack onto that perception? I'm sorry. Are mm-hmm. there any stairs or anything? So as you're down? looking down at the water, you can see stairs that would head down into the river. It's kind of hard to see, right? Cause the water's rushing by like little rapids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it's not something that you would necessarily want to just jump into, right. but you can see that. Yeah. It does appear that there are stairs down there.
0: So we got the floodgates. We've got this empty channel. I think we need to divert the river, sort of drain this area, and possibly activate whatever this light is down there.
2: Hmm. I mean, do you... Okay. Interesting. I guess uh, perception as well. Do I see any lines that would not be illuminated in this room that look similar to the lines that we saw in the Mm -hmm. previous room? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's the channel, I would imagine. Yeah, so that's that, the channel on goes channel. down, yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you said uh, there's floodgates. Does this look like we just need to close those, do you think?
0: Well, they've got some kind of mechanisms. Handles a- or wheels or something. Yep. Floodgates. I have no idea which way to turn them in order to lower the floodgates, but I figure we solve this puzzle, and then we get down there and start pushing buttons or well, twisting.
2: I'll take a crack at it. Lefty Lucy, right? <laughs> right.
4: Uh, I, I interject. It's like, yeah. Can we continue our history lesson while, <laughs>
1: work, while you
4: guys are working this out?
1: Uh, so as you do that, so your, your, your clairvoyance is now active. What does it allow you? Uh, so basically I put like a sensor mm-hmm. within a mile. So I'm going to put it as close
4: to light yep. as possible and it allows me to see or hear. So I want to see
1: you want to see. Mm-hmm. So, um, you can see, uh, essentially, almost like to you, it's almost like suddenly the river is clear, mm-hmm. like like glass. Right? You know it's still there rushing by, but you can see perfectly down mm-hmm. to the bottom. And so what you do see, uh, Christina, is that you see that yes, there is this little orb-looking kind of thing, this little blue crystal orb mm-hmm. kind of deal, uh, and um, around it more etchings, more um, murals. Um, what are the murals of? Uh, so what you can see are, um, like a, a, a black dragon. Um, you see, uh, all kinds of little like demons and creatures and monsters kind mm-hmm. of, uh, circling around, um, the orb, um, is it actually etched on the orb, or is it on the mural on the wall? It's it's all around it on the floor. On the it's floor, like On okay. the floor. So mm-hmm. like if you were to be looking down mm-hmm. at it, you would see it like. So a it's mirror. not like a riverbed underneath that.
2: It's like a it's like a floor. <laughs> it's like a floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what you see.
4: So there's a black dragon with demons encircling mm-hmm. around it. Mm-hmm. Is there n- nothing up
2: above uh, it?
1: Uh, when you look up, no. What you, I mean, when you look up, all you see is like a, it's sort of a continuation of the other mural, mm-hmm. um, and so it's one huge dragon um, that's kind of white and yellow with wings outstretched mm-hmm. across the whole thing, kind of like looking down on you.
2: Okay,
3: it's pretty art.
2: Um,
1: you just gonna go knock those things down? Yeah, just start uh, turning. I'm
2: start Lefty Lucy.
1: All right. So, you start turning these things, and lo and behold, one of those uh, giant floodgates down to the ground, and the water slowly starts to drain out. Mm -hmm. Any fish flopping
2: around? No, no fish (laughs) flopping around.
1: Uh, And uh, what you can see is that the water is now diverted, going through that quartz kind of pathway. Okay. And as soon as that happens, and it's going around, you hear the voice again. What was... While Eberon lived in order, her brother Kyber bred chaos and discovered the Draconic Prophecy, and soon they were locked in conflict. In the end, it was Seberus who fell. But Eberon wrapped herself around Kyber, relegating him and his followers to the Shadows." So what you see is the mural that was on the ground now actually kind of starts to animate a little bit. And all of the murals around you start to sort of move around. Um,
2: Uh. And so what
1: you see is all that stuff in the middle, like on the walls... Uh, they start like running along the walls around you and then the stuff that's on the ground starts running up the walls and around and they're kind of swirling around beneath you and then the dragon that's above you um, uh, flexes its wings out and explodes uh, and disappears from the ceiling just like a bunch of light kind of gets scattered all around and then you see the two dragons uh, kind of locked back and forth circling uh, around you above the ceiling.
0: Y'all, this is like... That time I ate those bad mushrooms.
1: That <laughs> yeah, is. They sound like good mushrooms to me.
0: I, I mean, it depends. I mean, this is kind of freaking me out. Do you feel nauseous at all? No, I don't think I ate bad mushrooms. I think that maybe. No, I'm seeing it
2: too. Okay, all right. <laughs> Just want to be sure. I was like, maybe there's something in these boots. I don't know. I mean, you're uh, seeing dragon swirling in the ceiling, right? Because that's what I'm seeing. Yeah.
4: Do any of the the murals from down there in of the, my clairvoyant sensor is, do they change as well?
1: Yeah, that's the that's the, they climbed up onto the wall. Okay, so like, they're just gone now. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're yeah they're all swirling around above you, essentially. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I guess we should yeah get down there. Let's take these stairs on down and see what this Stipty step on down is okay. like, all about.
3: I'm making a note in my journal that's mm-hmm. like make murals, make magical moving murals for the show. <laughs>
1: really cool. All right. So, all right. Atlas. Yes. Every step that you take as you get closer to the orb, you feel the itch on your shoulders more and more.
2: Uh, Rigger, why don't you go up in front of me? <laughs> uh,
0: you sure? Sure. Uh, okay. Okay, bud. Uh, all right. I go down the stairs. I standing in front of the light.
1: Mm-hmm. It's an orb. It's a little, an orb. A little sphere. Okay. Yeah. Is it like the Chisma? A little bit like the Chisma. This thing. Not quite the same. Maybe like smaller, but this things like a
2: Chisma... Junior, right here. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's interesting. Um, Wait, are you are you holding it? Are you trying to touch it? I'm gonna try to turn it. I
0: guess isn't that what the dragon did? He put it on and or she she, she c- clicked it. Yeah, gonna start. So colonized. you're trying
1: you're trying to turn everything. It's not really moving.
0: Oh, this thing's it's really stuck in there. Can you can you lift it at all? Li- covered in Lick butter. it? Lift it.
1: Oh. Nope, mm. not moving.
0: You know, I'm. You're the dragon board, apparently. Maybe yeah, you, you need to be doing it. this. Uh,
2: Come on. All right. Uh, here I'm like itching my back as I'm getting closer, and I grab onto the thing. As soon as you touch it, a light
1: uh, shoots down from uh, straight through the ground and starts going up along the wall in the channel. Hits the crystal above the door. It lights up super bright. It shatters, and it starts to rain in the room.
2: I freak out. I scream, <laughs> and I let go. Okay. Does it still do it's still th- raining. Okay.
1: And, but it's shattered. And the light the uh, inside of the crystal itself seems to have disappeared. Okay. What'd
2: you do? I touched it.
1: Normally Is my back w- still
2: itching? Uh...
1: It when when the light kind of like shot out of there, it almost felt like a burn. Okay. And then now it's it's dissipated. Okay.
0: I'd like to run back up the stairs. I want to run out the hallway the and hallway? see if the okay. channel's
1: lit up. Yeah, yep. yeah. So you run out, and as you're running out, you do see the channel is lit up. Great. And it leads back to that giant dragon wing door, and another one of those bones is lit up, and you hear a rumbling, <gasps> as door number two. Swings uh, open. Say so this one's for one. number
2: two. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right, let's go. You guys, the channel
2: is lit up. You did, did do it, it? it, bud. All right. How's um, your back feeling? Uh, it's a little. Yeah, I'll be all right. We need to get you some salve. Yeah. yeah. Got when eye- we
3: get into the main room, I just want to know what like mural is above the one with the the rub- oh. rubble.
1: Okay, so as you walk in, you look above it, uh, and you can see that it has. Um, it's essentially. Rock and uh, fire and uh, kind of earth, like greenery, kind of like forged together. Oh, it's a like creation a story. Okay. Um. So then we make our way to y- door number two. Door number two? Creation
3: of the world. And then Maybe the gods. Maybe the, the
1: oceans? Creation of the oceans?
3: Maybe, yeah. Well, we'll find out when. So we we'll learn in the just next to,
1: one. Just to, because y'all, y'all would know this, Essentially, what you just saw was the Eberron creation story, but like the um, kind of like the later parts of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't the creation of Eberron, Kyber and Sebaris, but it was about their conflict, which everybody would know. It's like okay. a
0: classic oh, right. story. Yeah.
1: And that's what the yeah. elements represent. Yeah. So we we three. all know this then, right? You should know. Yeah, that okay. Story. So
4: Sebaris. OK, I'm obviously
1: just so just as a refresher, is the white dragon yeah, for every to refresh everybody. Eberron is the dragon that becomes the earth Kyber is the bad dragon that becomes like the underworld mm-hmm. and Saberis, uh, sort of sacrificed herself in the fight so that Eberon could trap Kyber. Um, and, um, Saberis is sort of representative of the heavens. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
4: what color is Saberis?
1: That was the kind of like golden light one.
4: Golden. Yeah, the right. one that was
1: above yeah. the white and yellow. And then Eberron, you could probably think of as kind of more like green and blue and brown, you know, kind of earthy. Okay. And then Kyber is black. Um, okay. So you head into the new room. Yeah. We head into room right. number two. So you're uh, walking into this room, and there are no signs of banditry in here because nope. this door seems like it hasn't been opened in centuries. So we steal everything. <laughs> Uh, and as you are walking through here, you start to hear some kind of like crackling noises. Like
2: all of us have night vision, but is there Mm -hmm. any lights at all in this? Uh,
1: yes. So as you're coming around the corner, you do see kind of like light, um, kind of crackling. You see like lightning essentially arcing across the ceiling from this, uh, sort of like a hanging like device. Um, every now and then just like little crackles, like just all over the place. Um, so let me describe the room. Uh, so you walk in and what you see in the center, similar to before, um, is an orb, but instead of it being like below, it's actually hanging from the ceiling. All mm. right. Um, below it, there is a little, um, like a plinth that's empty mm-hmm. and you actually see a beam of light kind of casting into the center. Okay. When you looked at the uh, where that beam of light is coming from, there's actually like a little crystal on a stand, and the light is red. And um, you see that there's actually a tiny little pinhole above that that's allowing light to come in from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, you don't know if it's sunlight, probably not, because it was night when you got in here. Uh, but some kind of light is coming through down, reflecting into this little crystal and being cast into the center. Okay. It is also casting light... Directly behind it onto the wall, where you see another mural. Yeah. So as you walk in, the tale of man and dragon what is and what
2: could be? Hello?
1: After the war between the progenitor dragons, mankind and dragons once again found harmony. Working together, they thrust the world into an age of prosperity. Weaving technology and magic together, mankind soon had the power to control the world and had no more need of dragons to lead them. Hmm. I don't like it. So what you also see throughout the room are two more of those little kind of like crystal stations, Mm -hmm. right? One of them. There's light pouring down onto it, but you can't see a crystal anywhere. The other one, the crystal is there, but there's no light kind of to be seen um, coming down on it. But you do see some light kind of casting in from like off in the distance somewhere. Mm. Um, So that's what you currently are seeing.
4: So I come in here, I proudly say, I saw this in a play. (laughs) Belenar Jones, we just got to light this crystal up. Brittany, do you have your mirror?
3: I was just going to say, I was going to pull out my mirror and try and like, <laughs> like, do the legend of Zelda in like, the temple. Sure. The yeah. And reflect so, the light. I just want
1: to go ahead and say, I had this whole thing in my head of like, okay, I'm going to have to like find them a mirror. I'm going to have to like direct them towards a mirror. Of course, Brittany's got a mirror. This is great. I've got a Perfect. mirror.
2: <laughs> I've got a mirror too in my thieves kit. Okay. I, actually, I actually think I might have a mirror. <laughs> Mike,
0: everybody has a mirror.
2: <laughs> Everyone has a mirror. You, a mirror. you
1: got a shiny shield. shield. I, yeah, yeah. I was I, figuring you'd use your shield, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. I pull
3: out my mirror. So you just
1: pull out your mirror? Yeah. All right.
3: And I go up to the you light. So I love it, so... it. Yep.
1: All right. I actually looked that up. Yeah, that's good I, I, like at
3: that. the map. I like
1: that. I like that. All right. So. Um, yeah, there's that light that's kind of casting off and you kind of like shine it through and into the crystal. And after like a little bit mm-hmm. of kind of fudging with it, um, light casts through it into the center and um, starts to cast out against the wall again. No voice this time, but more murals. And all the murals that you've seen so far, and you guys, you guys can all see all of the murals because you, you have night vision, so you can already see around mm-hmm. the whole room, is that they're just essentially like representations of um, dragons, dragons, and mankind kind of working together and some of the big inventions that mankind has made. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just kind of like the, you know, binding of elementals and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. You could see the history things of, like of Eberron's um, technology. No airships. Okay. Um, and no um, are any rail them? line. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it looks a little ancient, a little okay. bit older, but you're still aware of this kind uh, of stuff. Are, are any
3: in, of the dragons and humans kissing?
1: None of them are kissing. Some I of them are like holding him. hands and stuff. Okay. are any of the yeah. dragons in dragons kissing? No comment <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I turn to America and ask mm-hmm. her if she's okay as we're looking at these elementals that are being bound in the murals. Just, I'm used to it okay thanks for asking though <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you
1: um so <laughs> one last crystal or one last plinth,
2: no crystal to be found, no crystal be found. um I'm betting the crystals up there in that lightning thing, maybe. Uh, maybe Um, you're the tall one can you reach it
3: why don't you just fly up there and get it
2: (laughs) no wings Brittany oh aren't you a little itchy maybe your wings will just pop out why don't you just fly up there with those big old ears Brittany Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) I'm
3: busy holding the light that's (laughs) shining into the crystal
2: Um, I've already
3: done my job for this room it's time you do yours
2: all right. All right. So, Christina, roll a perception.
3: Oh, no. Badly. Nothing?
4: Okay. No. That was seven. Um, Though, I do ask Marakai, mm-hmm. you're good with electricity, are you not? <laughs> could I mean, you divert the tr- electricity so we could probably get up there and see if there's a crystal?
1: Um, Sure. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, I... Is there a crystal up there or not? Like, we wouldn't need to find out. Maybe you could just divert the energy
2: so that we can... I'm worried that if I touch that thing up there, I'll just get shocked and maybe die. Are you able to touch that thing and not die?
4: Maybe ground it so that we can manipulate it.
2: She pulls out her sword.
1: I'm kind of waving the sword around for people who are listening. (laughs) Just kind of like... And then suddenly, bolts from the top launch into the sword, and Whoa. it's it's like a huge arc, and she wow. sort of like catches it, and kind of like it like, it's like launches her rod. back a little bit. Oh, um, and then yeah, just above the plinth, not where you guys were looking at, but just above the plinth, uh, crystal sort of like dislodges and falls.
2: Oh, catch it, Atlas! F- is it actually falling, or it's is falling. Is, it, is it in the okay. catch it? Then yeah, I'll attempt to catch <laughs> All right, it. Roll a dexterity. Okay. That's a four total.
1: All right. So you kinda <laughs> and you like knock it away. Catch it,
0: Raker. I jump in. That's a twelve plus uh sixteen.
2: All right. Well, do you have your shoes on? Do or you have your on? boots on? Fifteen. <laughs> All
1: right. He leaps out of his boots and <gasps> catches the crystal midair. Uh, <laughs> so basically you passed it over to him.
2: <laughs> gotcha, bud. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you now have the third crystal. Okay. Uh, socket that into the, yeah, the yeah. plinth. Socket it to me. I socket it in. All right, so you
1: <laughs> pop it in there. Um, the light that is above it casts straight down through it. Mm-hmm. You see a third light kind of uh, shoot into the center there, and another light kind of behind you that you know casts on the mural that was there. And as soon as that happens, as soon as those three lights meet in the center, suddenly the room starts to get lighter, brighter, 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 mm-hmm. brighter, brighter, brighter. It's getting really bright, blindingly uh, bright. Oh, God. Uh, so we're going to
3: explode, guys? I put guys? my sunglasses on. So,
4: I, I help Marakai up, yeah. and I we start walking Suddenly, out
1: arcs of lightning are shooting all across the ceiling. Okay. And then they crackle, and they crash together, and thunderous noises, and a huge shockwave and explosion, and then darkness. And suddenly, all the murals along the wall look different. Huh. Uh, think sort of like black light. Like there's stuff there that once wasn't. Mm. And so now you see these other images and the voice comes in again. Tale of man and dragon. What is and could be the dragons of chaos hiding for centuries began to whisper in the ears of man. And so you see these dragons sort of like sneaking around people and soon turn them against one another. As the world fell into shadow, the power of darkness spread across the land Without the dragons of order, mankind was doomed to fall. So then a another orb falls from the ceiling, lands in that central plinth, okay, and you see another light shoot out and run along a channel
2: along the wall. Okay.
1: And then above the door, you see that there was a crystal there that shattered during that thunderous event. Hey guys. When this is all over, we should
0: market this place. <laughs> People would pay money to see this. <laughs> just put the
3: hot springs in here. Right in the middle of the yeah. temple. We I can
2: mean, divert that river, you know. Warm it up. The town's already attempting to. I mean, it's just going to be a matter of trying to get the whispers to not drive you crazy as you get here. Just some of these amulets, baby. Mass produce them.
3: Well, maybe if we solve the mystery of the temple, the voices will go away. Maybe what they're hearing are just the voices from this educational temple. Are
4: we not sure that this might be a temple to the dragons of chaos, like the story mentioned?
3: We're not sure, but we have to keep going, I guess.
2: I'm going to leave you to the marketing. I've got bigger problems in my hands right now. I might be able to make us some good money. Your back was itching again. Okay. Yeah. Did it? Burn same again. same deal, yeah. 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 Are you
1: gonna go touch
3: the orb?
2: I don't have to this time.
3: I know you don't have to, but what if no. you
4: do? <laughs> Raker or not Raker, Atlas. I'm curious. Your dragon mark. Do you think it might be burning or getting bigger?
2: I can't see it. I've never seen it my whole life.
3: Well, turn around, we, we, turn around, and take off your shirt.
0: Everybody's got a mirror. Have you not seen this thing? We're gonna show it to you right now. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> produce your mirrors. <laughs> All right, turn around, buddy. You hold one of the mirrors, all right? There here. you go. There you go. All right? Then Me I, and Christina are going to get behind you. I take off my shirt. Okay.
1: Woo! So, so your, your dragon mark is glowing bright. Whoa. Normally, it looks kind of like a tattoo. It's almost like, you know, you're yeah. not sure what it is, right? Like, anybody could have this. Mm-hmm. But right now, it is glowing. Like, it is emanating light.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah. Has it? You guys have seen it before. Does it always look like that? No, no. this is new, man. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think, Do we though? still Pretty see, cool.
4: like, the, the um, scars from his wings? Yeah. Okay. I
2: mean, they're Are those heels. glowing as
4: well? No. They're not. Okay. Okay.
2: Mystery's over. What do you think? Uh, looks kind of like a badass tattoo, yeah. but I don't remember getting. Yeah. All right. But it is glowing, so we should yeah, probably kinda, be aware of that. Kind of burning as well, so not great. <sighs> so, no, I'm not going to touch the orb. All right. There you go. Thank you. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. So you guys return into the main hallway? Yes. Yet again, another of the... um, Brittany touches the orb. Nothing happens.
3: Damn. (laughs) I just had to make sure.
1: Actually, no. You get like a little static shock.
3: (laughs) Your hair starts...
0: Yeah, Yeah,
1: your hair. Ah. Your hair. hair. Yeah, you come (laughs) out and your hair is just frizzy as hell. I feel like
3: all
0: of our hair is probably a bit frizzy coming out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, we walk out. Not
1: Marokai's. No, Marokai's. Because it always is. It's always crackly.
2: All right, Uh, next room. So that's three out of the four. Yep. So, Light channels.
1: once again, the other door across from you
2: opens up Ooh.
1: Um, above that one. You can see the symbol of fire.
2: Mm. Okay. Fires. We make our way, make your way in. Yeah.
1: All right. So y'all head into this room. As you come around the corner, you see a giant forge um, Okay. in front of this forge. There are lots of big kind of like barrels and um, you see big old piles of what looks kind of like. Uh, I mean, there's obviously like scrap metal and stuff, but then there's like these like salts, uh, and all kinds of like chemicals that you would use maybe in, um, smithing or something, maybe yeah. alchemy, who knows? Um, but, uh, as you walk in, oh, uh, the other thing that you see is above the forge, right? So the forge is almost, think of it almost looking like a pizza oven, <laughs> like yeah. it's in the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does have a chimney and above that chimney, you see a large crystal, okay. um, kind that's kind of like the spherical one, kind of like the yeah. orbs that you guys have been dealing with. Mm-hmm. Around that, there are four more smaller orbs, um, and those have channels that lead into the forge itself. Okay. Okay. As you walk in, the voice comes in again. The tale of the Blade of Balance, what must be? To combat the creeping darkness, the greatest of mankind forged an alliance with extraplanar beings, elementals, and celestials to gain the upper hand, all the while... The dragons of order were nowhere to be found.
0: The Blade of
2: Balance. Interesting. And they they forged an alliance with all these other beings, but not the dragons yeah. themselves? Well, and they so what... couldn't. The dragons were no nowhere... I mean, they probably wanted to, but...
1: And so what you see across there is uh, you do see people and you see elementals, you know... There's genasi and stuff, but then actually true elementals. Yeah. Uh, And you also see kind of like angels and other celestial beings. Um, And you see them all kind of united around in the middle. And then there's this very intricate looking dagger, um, kind of golden uh, in uh, color, curved in form. It has little kind of gemstones kind of wrapped all around it. Very intricate inlays running up it that look a lot like the dragon marks. Um, It's a very well-crafted looking blade in this depiction. Uh, that's what do, you
4: see. do each of the people, the elementals, and the celestials? Do they all indicate like one of the materials that's on the ground, uh, or no. in those barrels?
1: No, they don't seem to do that. Although what you do notice, actually, roll a perception. Um. Ooh, that's uh, twenty. Okay. So what you do notice is Extra that twenty-one. There does only seem to be the use of like four colors in repetition.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, and it's
2: on the murals or
1: on the murals. Yeah. yeah And so like you just keep seeing this pattern, you know mm-hmm. red blue yellow green red blue yellow green red okay. blue yellow green over and over again
0: Can I take a look at the forge and see if yep. there's like any kind of cast or anything
1: within it? Mm-hmm
0: That's uh 17. Okay
1: um, so 18, what you see sorry. what you see is uh, you do see like four little kind of like forges cups um you know the kind of things that like you would put little stuff into put it into the mm-hmm. forge heat it up mm-hmm. and you do see some sort of like ingot casts like little like places where you could
2: cast an ingot um those. does do we see a mold or anything for the sword of whatever the day you don't see a mold okay, okay. Um,
4: uh but are each of the materials are they um indicated by the color that we're also seeing uh like in the places where they're being held is there like some type of like color significance that we would
1: know there doesn't seem to be anything along those lines, no.
2: Okay. But it is there, that I guess, information. this question, is there only four materials for us to use? There are, um, yes. Okay. Um, all right. And then lastly, is there fuel for the forge? The forge is going. The forge is on. Ooh, the forge okay. is going. Okay.
1: And it's very hot. Okay. Uh, actually, every now and then, kind of like a spark will like kind of pop out. Okay. Um. So it's kind of like, you know, popping, and cracking, and popping, and cracking. And. and one little spark actually does land over on one of those big piles of salts. And you see that when it hits, it actually gives off um, blue smoke. Got it. Oh. Hmm. Okay.
2: Then I gather some salt and put it into one of the, the cups. Or okay. Or the, yeah, yeah.
3: Which, yeah. Which salt though?
2: The, the salt that was blue when it got hit by a spark. And but we I, need red first. So you think we have to do that in order?
3: Well, that's the pattern that we've recognized, red, blue, yellow, green. So we have to do that but in order.
0: there are four orbs that we right. can place these in. Mm-hmm. So yep. I think that we can just forge them independently, and then we just put them in order after they're forged. Right. That's a good
4: idea. So I grab a pinch of the next salt that I see, and I just kind of like throw it in the flames just to see
1: what it okay. is. So yeah, you throw the next salt in, yellow. Awesome. Okay. okay, so this one's yellow. Okay. Let's get the next one. I throw it in. The next one? Mm-hmm. Red. Red. Okay.
4: And then the last one, obviously, is going to be green. Mm-hmm. So let's, each one of us, take our Did cups. you throw the last one in?
1: Yep.
3: Well, I mean. So you throw I... the last
1: one in. It does not create smoke. <gasps> oh. oh. Okay.
3: And how oh. many, there's only four jars of salt?
1: Yeah, there's only four. They're piles. It's just giant piles.
4: I have an idea. I grab a little bit of the yellow and the blue. <sighs> yeah. And I mix them together, and then I throw in the fire. Green.
0: Jasmine, look at the big brain on Christina. Christina,
2: mm-hmm. look at who's Jasmine. Jasmine. So, <laughs> so you guys for, got pet names or something? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> uh, so knowing she, that she's the jazz man, do you hear her with the kazoo? <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> A little no nickname. Uh, so yeah, I guess this one equal parts. Make sure we get it. Make sure it's green. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, equal parts. And so, we we dispense that into the four cups and then mm-hmm. put them into the forge. All right. So, you put them into the forge. Uh, yeah. They start heating up and bubbling, right? Lots of smoke kind
1: of pouring out. Mm. Um, Is it toxic it, to us? Uh, no. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, as you see it, it kind of like, you know bubbles up over kind of like the giant crystal and you can see like a little bit like every time the kind of smoke kind of like hits the ceiling and whatnot sort of reveals a mural and then it
2: disappears right it hits it and then it comes away um so now these are molten metals and i take one of them Mm -hmm. say that the blue one and Mm -hmm. i pour it into one of the molds for the ingots okay so
1: you pour the blue one into one of the molds for the ingots which mold there's one two three four
2: do they look different in shape they do not look different in shape but are they second. are they different? And like, is there something differentiating the molds, or do they look identical? They look identical. Okay, they're just in order of one, two, three, mm-hmm. four. So then, we should do it two. in the
4: flashing light. That
2: okay. So what what was the color order? Then? It
4: was red, red blue, blue yellow, green,
1: yellow, green. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So red, which blue. one did you pull out? So I, I have blue. So I should put that into the second mold. Yes. Then I pour that into the second okay. mold. Mm-hmm.
1: So you pour it into the second mold. Mm-hmm. Um, the mold fills, uh, and you can see the the metal um actually kind of like it it fills up and it's almost like a little channel breaks in the um mm-hmm. mold and the metal starts to pour into this little kind of slot and then you actually see it come down from the ceiling ah. from a channel mm. into one of those orbs above you okay that orb the second orb um Fills with this metal, lights up blue, and you see a little line kind of extend from that over to the crystal. Cute. Interesting. Right. I guess everybody
4: grab another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right,
1: I grab my red one. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. Do the same. Put Kay. it in this first
4: slot.
0: Mm-hmm. Same thing
1: happens. Red one on the left. First one. I grab the next one, which is yellow. Okay. Yellow. You pour it into the pour it in. okay. third one.
3: I do the last same one. Deal. Green. Green.
1: All right. Green. Same deal. So as you do that, uh, those four orbs, um, they then start to glow. Uh, f- hotter than they were before. Bright, bright, bright. They um, kind of pop. And the metal all pours in to that central crystal. And once again, you see it starting to be kind of affected. And um, it bursts into flames. Um, and as it does, uh, another orb comes firing out of it. Oh. And kind of like slams into the ground in front of you. And it's this bright, glowing red orb. Um, just like the other orbs that you've I seen jumped before, I jump back in surprise. <laughs> that Fair was unfair for that. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> touch it.
4: Touch is, the orb. Is that
1: all that happens? Yeah. And now there's this bright, glowing red orb. Right in front I of wouldn't
4: touch it. It looks like, like it could
1: be
2: hot. I, yeah. I, I just—I put my hand close to it. Is it hot? Uh, no. All right. I attempt to touch it.
1: All right. You touch it. Your your back starts to burn again. Ah! Um, and. Smoke starts billowing out of it. Bright red smoke um, covering the ceiling. And uh, as it does, it unearths a second mural. Um, And you hear more, the the voice once again. With the aid of the elementals, a blade was forged with the power of the primal elements. In the hands of an agent of order, the primal elements would restore the balance to the land. But in the hands of an agent of chaos the primal elements would be corrupted and spoiled. And so you can see the mural, much like the first one did, how it kind of animated this one. You first see the blade kind of get picked up by uh, sort of a warrior of light and you see kind of like brightness kind of spread out and you see kind of green return to the land. And then you see that same warrior turn black and then suddenly shadow creeps over the land. Um, and then lastly, uh, giant dragon's wings kind of uh, kind of run across it, and then the smoke dissipates and the mural is gone. Mm-hmm. You turn towards the door and the crystal above that door bursts into flames and the light travels along the channel out to the main Sweet. hallway. I start booking it. Yep.
0: I'm like <clears throat> running. I'm <clears throat> so excited to go see what's going on
1: in this room. Okay, I saunter. So <laughs> you head into this room and as the light travels up the uh, kind of bony finger of the dragon... Um, you hear kind of like a really loud, like, rumbling as the uh, dragon's wing slowly starts to, like, pull itself back. So... Lifts the whole wing up into the air, and behind it, you see a giant dragon's head um, made of stone. And um, through this dragon's head, you can see clearly another pathway... That you can travel along. Skull, um, and this skull, this giant, you know, Scully-looking thing should remind you quite a bit of the um, temple below the mm-hmm, sea.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys uh, down to walk through a dragon's mouth? After you.
4: What are our chances? We're going to meet another one of those. Uh, What's her name? Hold on.
2: I definitely don't remember. Keeper her name of the Green.
4: That. Sure. Do you yeah. think there's like a keeper of the the crazy?
2: <laughs> keeper of the, keeper crazy. of the whispers. The probably. keeper of
4: the whispers. There we go.
2: If anything, yeah, this is the person that's whispering. Oh, out of curiosity.
0: Okay, because I'm curious, yeah. I just slip the amulet off to see if I can hear okay. whispers.
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, you slip the amulet off. And Nothing. Silence.
0: Y'all, there's no whispers anymore.
1: We
3: solved the whisper puzzle?
0: I, I don't know about Da-da-da-da. that, but <laughs> right. there's definitely no whispers down here. You can take off your amulets. Take um, off the amulet.
4: I keep mine. I don't trust oh. it
0: yet. All right. I put mine in or my bag. Mine. I keep mine. Okay.
1: okay. So you move into the next area and so there's got a little bit of a hallway but you end up in another Room it looks sort of like almost like a waiting room kind of thing. It's like little chairs and things clearly. Um, exactly, there's waiting rooms. And there's there. three doors um, on uh, around you. The one in front of you, very ornate, wide open, and as you peer into it, you can see another plinth like the one that you saw before. And on that plinth you can see another orb, a lot like the Chisma. Okay. Except this one is blue, where the Chisma was green. Okay. Um, to your left and to your right, Two more doors, sealed, mm-hmm. but above each of the doors, you can see murals again that sort of tell you maybe what's in there, right? Um, the one on your left has a book. The one on your right has an egg. Oh. Are we going to go egg door a book door? As you walked into this room as well, yeah. the voice returned. Oh. The alliance with the Celestials provided a different solution. A new dragon born of the stars, who would return whenever needed to clear the land of shadow.
2: That's you! I'm not a dragon. Oh, no. you got wings, though. Oh
4: but you got a baby. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So, what are you guys gonna do? Let's go egg door. Egg door. Uh, door. <laughs> but it's closed. It's, it's sealed. Mm-hmm. Um, can I, let's Can go... you pick the lock? Is can there you present
3: the egg
4: to the egg door? Will it open?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is... Wait, do you have the egg? I have the egg. He's always he got it with him. Present yeah. it to say. the door, just to see. I, I'm curious. Beyond closed door, closed door, and plinth with blue Chisma. Chisma. <laughs> Um Is there anything, any other like levers, mechanical, uh, anything?
1: Nothing that you can see. No have you touched the
2: cheesema yet? No. Go touch that cheesema. <laughs> All right. Shall- I. I I was first show the egg to the egg door. No. That's second. That's plan B. <laughs> all right. I touch I Show t- the egg to the egg door. I touch blue cheesema. <laughs> okay. So do you guys all walk
1: into the like the temple room? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Okay. Do, so this room do, do, looks do, a lot do, like do, the one do, do, from back down do, when you were in uh do, do. Under but there's the sea. no dragon. But there is no keeper that you know of. No keeper. Okay. You walk in and you place your hand on the chisma. <laughs> We're just going to call it the Chisma now.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the other one with the only name we knew it by was the green, the and green. this is not the green. No, it's the, this blue. Is the blue, blue. 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 Yeah. Uh, The Chisma sounds way cool. It so is. You so you put your does. hand on the
1: blue Chisma, and as you do, um, once again, your um, back starts to burn. Uh, but in, instead of the murals around you um, kind of animating as it did before, um, You do see the murals and they are, it's just people. And as you touch the, um, Chisma, they all, uh, wings kind of spread from their back and they all kind of fly up towards the ceiling. And then they start to swirl around above you and then a light beams down in front of you. And then there before you, a, um, celestial entity presents itself and it is in the shape of a bear. And this bear is not just a bear, but it is celestial, so it is glowing. It's this bright blue, and it has this little hint of light around it, and it's almost constantly giving off light. Uh, and it begins um, to speak to you.
4: Now, is this a pre-recorded message, or is this actually something yeah. that's sentient?
1: This is Well, <laughs> you're going to find out.
2: Hi. Starbringer, you have returned. Uh, my name's Atlas. Starbringer, yes. Have I been here before? Well, not
1: this one, but one like you, yes. Starbringer. And as you are looking around, you actually notice Mm -hmm. that the mural, all throughout it, has your family's crest. Oh. Oh, So that eight-pointed star that is on the center of your shield that Mm -hmm. the bear kind of like leans towards is all around you.
2: Atlas, how did you not notice? There's a lot to notice here. That's
1: true, I'm sorry. (laughs) Why are you here? If you are here, then the darkness must have returned. The shadows.
2: Well, I'm here because of the draconic prophecy. Yes, of course. I'm here because... Have you brought the child?
3: (gasps) The baby!
2: Are you talking about this? I hold up the dragon egg.
1: Yes and no. You have not hatched the child.
2: Well, I don't know how. It must be returned. To whom? Not to whom, but to where. Where does one hatch a dragon egg?
1: One in a hatchery, but this is no ordinary dragon
2: egg. It's not from here. Starbringer. You must return to the stars. I've never been to the stars. How can I return to the stars? You were not told of your... Pardon this. Something has
1: gone wrong. Listen. You must return that to Celestia. Upon doing so, you will be able to raise the dragon that can save this world. But I fear that it may be too late. I hear noises above. Something is coming. Ask what you must now. What's
2: your name? What's your name? (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say Staven, just out of reflex. Ursa. Ursa? Yes.
4: How do we take this egg back to Celestia?
2: Yeah, how do I even get to Celestia? You must travel through the plains. Is that something I can do on horseback? (laughs) No.
1: No. You must find one who can cross dimensions. You have the ability, but you do not know the way. You must find one who knows the way.
0: Uh, Ursa? Hi. Uh, Rager. Uh.
1: (laughs) Can we come? Are these your wards? Yes, they are my wards. (laughs) Your companions to help you along the way. Yes, they are just, they are equally important. Don't you start right now.
4: (laughs) Do you know of the person that we could talk to, this dimension hopper?
1: I do not know. I have been here for millennia. Can you help me? I cannot. All right. That is not my way. I am to help the child once the child is here, but without the child, I can do nothing. How? Wait. And then he disappears. No! And then, behind you, you hear a voice. Well,
2: this is quite convenient. I pocket the egg real quick.
1: Thank you so much for getting us in here. Do we recognize the voice?
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. I appreciate
1: this quite a bit. I don't think we recognize the and voice. And walking through right behind y'all is uh, someone that the two of you would remember mm-hmm. um, the uh, tiefling woman who plunged her hand into your chest. Mm-hmm. And behind her is Claw. Claw. Doesn't look quite like what he used to look like in that now he is fully clad in massive armor. I mean, he almost looks like a machine at this point. Like, he is covered head to toe. He's got this massive mask with huge tusks sticking down from it. He turns to you. Little one, I look forward to tearing you in half and feasting on your entrails. And he charges at you. Oh! And he smashes you to the side. (gasps) Ringo, No! Uh, Marakai instantly throws her sword at him. The warlock catches it in her hand, struggles with it a bit, and then shatters it. Oh, damn. She then fires a bolt of black energy at Marakai, who just gets launched backwards against the wall. Oh, no. To the two of you, she holds her hands out, and you hear screams in your head that are massive and loud. You can go ahead and try and make a um, will save. Okay.
3: And we've we've not seen the teeth. Like it was just those you two have two, not. Yeah. No. Uh, fifteen.
1: Okay. A uh, four. Yeah. So no, you are both just falling to the ground with these screams that are like mm-hmm. kind of crippling you. Mm-hmm. Um, claw runs over to you, okay. grabs you around the neck, and lifts you up. Whoa! Are you can try and do anything.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna try to freaking swing my hammer at okay. his face.
1: Go ahead. Okay.
2: That's going to be a 23 total.
1: Okay. You slam your hammer down on him, and it just glances off.
2: <laughs> um, um, he, can I?
1: As he's got you in the air, he rips your armor off. Ooh. And, a scondalo. And holds you towards the tiefling so she can see your back. Okay. Uh, Gregor
0: use your wings
1: <laughs> you mean Alice, Alice. Uh.
0: <laughs> that's, that's how messed up you are yeah. uh,
4: as we are on mm-hmm. the ground I start screaming Ursa can you do something
1: uh, nothing happens Okay. Nothing.
2: so um, as that's hap- can I mm-hmm. attempt to cast moonbeam behind me at the two of them that are now looking at my back uh, sure you can go ahead yeah okay
1: i would also like to attempt to
2: cast something if um, I you're that incapable w- at the moment okay if you're gonna love it that one i don't actually have to roll for right. it but i will if all right you
1: want so to. you cast moonbeam yeah um and it sort of burns uh Claw. He's like Nimiya, do something about that yeah. and you see the tiefling she just sort of like waves her hands and and then a shadow just blasts through your moonbeam and it disappears uh. um Namiya, now that you know her name. Now nah, she's uh, Tree Lady. Yeah, walks up uh, <laughs> behind you, and so right in front of her is the Blue ma and you are kind of right here next to her. She pulls out a familiar box that you would remember from the very beginning of this really? campaign. She opens that box and pulls out the Blade of Balance.
4: <gasps> oh, oh shit.
1: shit. She places her hand on your back. And you can feel your dragon mark just start burning. And for the rest of y'all who can actually see, it's no longer a blinding white light, but it's actually dark. It's black. She holds up the Blade of Balance, turns it over, and stabs it into oh. the cheese. Ah. And as she does, you hear massive rushing sounds coming into the... um the uh, temple room that you're in. Like all the wind is just being sucked into the whispering rock. Uh, And um, the uh, Chisma, it's glowing brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter blue. And then a shockwave shoots out from it. The Chisma changes color and it's no longer blue, but it's sort of a sickening yellow uh, kind of like mucky kind of color. Um, Blast out from you and you all feel kind of a stinging as it shoots out and Marakai starts screaming just absolute like bloody murder screaming and you can see that she is changing color too she's no longer the normal blue kind of purple that you're used to but she's starting to turn green it's almost as if her skin is like corroding up her body um claw then throws you against the wall turns mm. to Nemea's like now do i get to play and Nemea steps over you and says we'll leave you alive because we need you but your friends well they won't be so fortunate and then right as she says that you hear a huge explosion and you see kind of arrows firing in from behind Nemea turns and looks at Claw and says, Let's go! Claw turns to you in particular and says, I'm not finished with you yet, little one.
0: You will see about that.
1: So then Nemea kind of holds her hand up and you actually see it's sort of like a shadow appears in front of her and the two of them walk into that shadow yeah. and disappear. Damn. Running into where you are, the shifters have come with their bows drawn. Where did they go? What has happened? What was that?
3: Are we still? Are you okay?
1: okay? You no. Know, as soon as they disappeared, y'all, the, the screaming has left your ears.
3: I run over to Christina. What
1: happened? Are you
4: okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. What about marakai I look she's, over to her.
1: She is still kind of like writhing back and forth. Like yeah. right now, it's essentially like now she's no longer screaming, but she's having a seizure. Okay. Yeah. I, I you turn get her, Marikai, to her side. I'll get yep.
4: Rhaegar. I turn her to her side and I'm just mm-hmm. like trying to comfort her.
1: Yeah. We have to get out of
4: here.
2: Quickly. Yeah, that would be wise.
1: All right, so Dawn and the other shifters are helping you guys back out the temple. As you're leaving, you notice along the walls um, stony outcroppings that now start to kind of push forward. And they actually are rock elementals that have kind of fallen out of the walls. Oh, and as they lift themselves up, the rock faces on them start to melt away. And they're kind of oozing as they're kind of clawing towards you and then perishing before you oh my god um you race up to the top and what you see above you is an airship firing all kinds of uh explosives at the rock but not quite at the rock there is a smaller airship that you would recognize belonging to house farland oh jetting away okay You see all these uh, warriors on top of griffins and hippogriffs kind of like chasing after it, kind of throwing things at it from up on top of the airship. You hear a familiar voice. Hey, guys, they made me the pilot of your ship. We got to get out of here, though. They said you guys need help or something. Yeah. Oh. And then, (laughs) you know, so a uh, rope ladder kind of falls down before Mm -hmm. you guys and um, you're able to climb back up on there. And on this ship, you see uh, Dregus, who is currently flying the ship, and Lordrum. Mm-hmm. And um,
2: Do the shifters come with us at all?
1: Yeah, so the, they all get on the ship. You're okay. all leaving. Because as you're looking down below, you see the Whispering Rock is kind of crumbling in mm-hmm. on itself. And um, also uh, on the ship is Gwen. And Gwen says... Okay, so, like, don't be mad, but when the goblins came back, and you guys didn't, I got a little worried, so um, I called your friend, and um, he got here as soon as he possibly could, Mm -hmm. and that's why we're here, and I'm glad I did, because, oh my god, you guys were, like, gonna die or something, and, jeez, Atlas, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah,
2: almost died. Well, everyone else almost died.
4: Gwen, Gwen, can we get some help from Merakai, and, like, I'm holding her, trying to make sure. Oh my god, get her inside, get her inside. Yeah.
2: Now,
1: you guys are on the airship. Flying away back towards Stormholm, and it's starting to become dawn, right? Like mm-hmm. daybreak is happening before you. And as you are heading back uh, towards Stormholm, because Lord Job's like, we're, that's where we're heading, you look back at the forest and you see that the whole forest is now decaying and is essentially entirely gone. It's now just a heaping, dead mass all throughout the entirety of the Whispering Wood. You can see bones of animals that have been, you know, just absolutely decimated. You see trees that are devoid of all of their life. There's muck everywhere pouring in, you know, rivers down into the canyons and whatnot. The entire forest has been destroyed. I
0: turn to Brittany and say, I don't think you guys are going to be able to put on your show anymore. I got it. And I think Askelios' tourism industry might be dead now.
4: Oh, God. What about the people of Eskelios?
1: Are uh, they dead as well? So as you're flying overhead, you look over and you do see Eskelios. Um It doesn't look like Askelios itself is destroyed, but you can certainly see the rot creeping towards that direction. Towards it.
3: That's so good.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that is where we're going to end... Season 1 of Hero
2: Squad. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the conclusion of Season 1 of the Hero Squad podcast. Season 2 will be returning after a short break. In the meantime, we will be doing a handful of different one-off campaigns. Last week, we played the skeletons, where we took on the roles of different skeletal guards that were tasked with guarding an ancient tome from different invaders and intruders. That was a lot of fun. And then coming up on August 9th, Enna will be DMing for us through a short campaign of Ryutama, which she describes as Studio Ghibli meets the Oregon Trail. I also know that there's dragons in pretty dresses or something like that. So if you are wanting more Hero Squad role playing during this break, you can check out those on our Twitch and YouTube channels. I'd like to give a big thank you to our patrons that help support Hero Squad and our patron producers, Isaac Chang, Jennifer Thomas, Jessica Belton, and Thornton Lewis. These sessions of Hero Squad are turned into highly edited episodes and are available to view a week early on our Patreon. So if you're interested in that and helping support Hero Squad, check it out over at patreon.com stumped. Lastly, I want to say a huge thank you to the 59 of you that left reviews for us on Apple Podcasts. All five-star ratings as well. As a newer D&D podcast, these reviews mean the world to us. Thank you so, so much. With that, stay tuned to find out what happens next on Hero Squad.